Welcome to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes. You're listening to Alternative Talk, AM 1150. The Dog Show is brought to you in part by The Natural Pet Pantry. Naturalpetpantry.com is their website. You can uh, find them also in retail locations all around Western Washington. Raw and cooked food diets for dogs and cats. Excellent food, naturalpetpantry.com. Have a loaded show today. Uh, on the line with us is Michelle Fournier, who's the founder of Harry's Picks, which is a website that is just about to launch in Seattle. It's going to be the first city, but it's going to be a national site. Michelle, welcome to the dog show. Thank you so much for having me. And now you're 603. Is that New Hampshire? Yeah, this is this is where I reside, but my I have some boutiques down in Boston. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, my hometown. Yes, good girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so tell us now, is this named after a dog? It just so happens to be named after a redhead who's walking in the door right now, so he may even <laughs> get a chance to say hello to you himself. He hasn't seen me yet from my day of work. Oh, but, um, excellent. It is. It's named after my, my golden lab, Mix. His mm-hmm. name is Harry. Mm-hmm. He came to me about five years ago. Um, he's choking himself on his leash. Um, <laughs> and he's the love of my life. Great. How old is he? He's five. Oh, you said he came to you five years ago. Great. Just about five. I got him when he was about four months old. Okay, cool. So uh, so tell us about this site that you're uh, about to launch. So there, there he is. is. Yep, there he Thank is. Thank you, Harry. We got it. <laughs> um, so the site, um, as you said, is called Harry's Picks. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, if you'll hear me, I can kind of walk you through how this all came, came about. Sure. And um, I started... A doggy boutique about four years ago mm-hmm. um, after having Harry for about a year. He fell into a puddle of mud one afternoon and um, I took him to a dog wash over in Cambridge, fell head over heels in love, uh-huh. and uh, a year later opened my own uh-huh. um, and called it Dirty Harry's. Oh, so, cute. <laughs> over, yeah. So it was so literal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so over the course of the past four years, I'm constantly kind of thinking about um, what's next. I'm, you know, kind of a serial entrepreneur and and what's next and, and what's going on in the dog world. And, I, you know, we, we're so fortunate to have this unbelievable community in the areas that we have our stores. Mm-hmm. And the customers, it, it truly is family. And it's family that the people look at their dogs as family. They look at Dirty Harry's as part of their family. And we look at them in the exact same way. Mm-hmm. Um and I started getting asked a lot of questions about, you know, we had a lot of people, about a handful of people move out to the West Coast um, this past year. And people were coming to me saying, oh, you know, we don't know who to use for a dog walker in San Francisco. And, and we don't, you know, wh- where should we get our dog groomed? Do you know anybody out in San Diego? Or, And it started dawning on me, like, there's, you know, there's kind of a market here for a, a, a comprehensive um, place for mm-hmm. people to go to find really relevant information. And I know as, you know, our family, we travel with Harry. Whenever we have an opportunity to go away, he comes with us. Mm-hmm. Um, and going and kind of fumbling around the sites that are available now um, to find accommodations or, you know, what park is dog-friendly or beach, it's really a kind of a time-consuming event. Mm-hmm. So... It kind of came to me one day when I was watching TV and an ad for Angie's List came on, and I thought, wouldn't it be cool to build a website that's dedicated to 
in our tagline, live life with your dog. Mm -hmm. So no matter what it is that you're looking for, you can just simply click on this website. You can find a hotel room if you're traveling. You can find a new dog walker if you're just in the neighborhood. If you've just moved to Seattle, you can go on and find out where the the off-leash parks are, um, where you can get um, raw food, for example. and everything is right there. And the best part of it that we're so super excited about is that it's basically like Instagram meets Yelp. So it's not about when you go and log on, Julie, you're going to log on as your dog's mom. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'd be Harry's mom. Mm-hmm. It's, you're not going to be Julie Forbes. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of an anonymity and it's all about the dog. And then it's, we're going to be having our end users contribute photos. So it's going to be your dog at an off-leash park, and you're going to upload a picture and say, you know, we're having a blast at Mm. such-and-such park today. Mm -hmm. So that when the next person that goes and looks for information in Seattle, they're going to see this dog using this recommendation. Yeah, and and the review aspect is so important, and I Mm -hmm. can't emphasize that enough to Mm -hmm. really any service, Mm -hmm. but especially services where, you know, you're really entrusting your your dog's livelihood not livelihood but life in and some cases you're in some cases you're accurate though right yeah you know for something like pet sitting or dog walking mm-hmm. where somebody is just their livelihood in, absolutely yeah and and to really have if it's if you can't get a a word of mouth referral from someone who has used this person's services for years ideally yeah. um that you can look and do you know like you said like Yelp where you can look look at reviews and look at even photos and you can see okay this person or this service really offers the quality that I'm looking for and that I really demand for my yeah. pet. Yep. And we're actually going to be incorporating um pause up. So if if someone goes to um a whole a uh, natural market, a natural dog food market, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, they review it and they post an image of their dog there enjoying it, and people can paw up. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a Reddit thing, right, where you give a thumbs up or a thumbs down and it right. brings the recommendation to the top of the fi- pile yep. or to the bottom of the pile. Yep. So it's really, it's so critical for us, for people to understand that this is end-user content-driven. Yep. It's a, this. These referrals are coming from the user. And I think where we vary on Yelp, where we're so lucky, Julie, that in this environment that we surround ourselves in, this dog-friendly world, is it, people aren't out to kind of bash businesses. And they're not out to say, you know, I had, the, I had the worst grooming experience. It's like, I find that people really are supportive of each other in this, in this environment. And I feel like that's what we're going to see on Harry's picks, that it's not going to be like, don't go to this park. It's going to be more like you have to experience this trail. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I think also that it's important to report, um, you know, experiences that are, you know, not up to standard and that that's communicated to the community as well. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. And that's super valuable. I mean, uh, you know, a balance of both. And, and hopefully it's, you know, it's a majority of the good stuff. And then when there are some bad eggs that come up, that people sort of sound off on it and let people know. Especially when it concerns safety. Yeah, for sure. Especially that's kind of where we, you know, we have our we have our little diatribes. <laughs> yeah. From Dirty Harry's. But yeah, exactly. When it when it, you know, comes to safety. Absolutely. Um, so the yeah, website but, is launching, it's going to be a national site. You're going to build it nationally, but you're actually launching it in Seattle. 
yeah, you guys are going to be the first first ones to see any of it. So why did you um, choose Seattle? Well, because we're crazy think, about dogs up here, out here. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. I mean, honestly, I have to tell you that in all my research, Seattle jockeyed between you know anywhere between one and you know one, two, three, or four or five, four or five in terms of most dog friendly cities. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought, you know, this is a, a perfect place to get out to and just go in. And we are, I'm actually traveling out with um, a colleague. We have a lend a helping paw section. I'm not sure if, you've, if you're familiar with this, but um, this section is dedicated to shelter and rescue organizations. Mm-hmm. We are true believers in, you know, adopt when you can. And um, we're going to be donating um, a percentage of proceeds, um, of earnings rather, every month once the site launches to a selected rescue or shelter of the month. Mm -hmm. Additionally, we're just going to list as many really um, amazing shelters and rescues as we can on the site without it getting, you know, inundated and just really top quality rescues and shelters. And we're going to make it um, so that people can donate to these rescues and shelters at any time. So if someone's just perusing and sees Last Hope Canine out of Massachusetts Massachusetts, and they happen to like what they're doing, they can send over whatever type of a donation they want to send to them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm actually, my colleague is going to be traveling out there with me and she's, we're going to be kind of dividing and conquering and she's going to be visiting with a lot of the shelters and rescues out there while I hit the boutiques and the parks and the pubs and the restaurants and we're really just going to case the place and talk to you know talk to the community and find out um what's unique about seattle and and, and what people would want what dog owners and lovers and people who do live their life with their dog what they would want to convey to anybody who's coming to seattle to visit mm-hmm. yeah so where all are you uh what places in particular do you have lined up oh i actually have a whole list if I can find it, hold on. Um, it's kind of cool to think about, like you, where you ha- where you're launching this site, and then you're coming to Seattle, which is where, you know, this obviously I've lived here for 12 years from New yeah. England, and yeah. have been in the industry here, and then of course with yeah. the radio show, super connected. So I'm really curious to hear from your perspective, like where you're headed. Well, um, I think we're going to hit the Marymore Dog Park. Yeah, good one. Yeah. Um, and then I think we're going to do the um, the hole-in-the-wall camps. Mm-hmm, with the therapy dogs. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a bunch of the restaurants and bars. Going to go to Norm's? Norm's is number one on the list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I have to be totally frank. When I was um, doing research... I was overwhelmed by the number of bars and restaurants that mm-hmm. are dog-friendly there. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. I think every city should kind of um, footprint that. It's like Paris here in Seattle. Yeah, I, I can't. <laughs> and I've never been to Seattle, so I'm so excited to oh, get cool. out there and to see what people are doing. And, you know, it's it's super exciting. Cool. You'll love it. It's, uh, I mean, I'm from, the you know, New England, like I said, and, um, like, there's a lot of, New England transplants out here. Yeah. Yeah. You get more time at the stoplight. That's, you know, that's the probably the biggest difference. <laughs> yeah, 
yeah. <laughs> well, that's because people are more chill than they are. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I think too much. Too chill, in I think. Boston in particular, right? <laughs> I kind of miss that. I kind of miss that uh, direct uh, directness of, of the direct East Coast approach. sometimes. Yeah, but it is. It really is. We are... Um, as far as the sort of level of consciousness and environmental awareness, and I mm-hmm. think, uh, you know, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. Um, you know, there's a lot of similarities, and and I know Boston um, and other elsewhere in New England, it's you know, people are are dogs are family, and and that they're and also I, I crazy about dogs. Yeah, it really yeah. is. It's amazing to see um, what happens when people bring a dog into their life mm-hmm. you know it's it's so heartwarming um you know we we see people that young couples but there's kind of a cyclical thing that we see in the stores where people will start living together they'll get a dog they'll get engaged they'll get married and then they'll move out to the suburbs but once they get that dog it's what really kind of solidifies them and you see them at the park and the next thing you know um, you see them leaving with a, another set of dog owners to go have a beer on the deck, and they've never met them before, but yet they met them at the dog park. And I can't tell you how many people have come up to me and said, I never had a, had a social life in Boston until I got my dog. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I love that aspect, you know? And we truly we truly love and care about each other's dogs, too. You know, if someone goes lost or someone gets sick, the, the groundswell is just, it, it, it puts a lump in my throat. It's mm. really, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. You would love to see that kind of compassion amongst people. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. You know, in some ways it's easier with animals. Yeah, they're just so, so, so you know, un- unconditional. Now, what, as far as where, if you were, if you were sending me out there, where would you tell me not to miss? Well, I mean, I would definitely want to go to Norm's. Yeah. Um, you know, Mary Moore is a great dog park. Um, some of the the stores here are really, I mean, there's so many of them, so that would be kind of hard in just a few days, but to get out to some of the um, pet stores in the area, um, some of the larger ones, like all the best pet care is a great one. They have locations everywhere. And then there's some really cool smaller ones, um, also really fun. Um, Health Mutt up on 65th, Fido and Scratch down in South Seattle. I mean, it's like every, there's like the smaller stores relative to like the the mega stores um mm-hmm. which you know have like you know maybe a, a dozen locations around the region and then there's the one-offs in Seattle I mean every neighborhood you're in there's going to be at least one if I have not to tell you, a few I'm overwhelmed by the number of neighborhoods yeah. that are in Seattle yeah yeah <laughs> and pet and, you know, stores in one, each one one more thing I want to I wanted to mention um what something that we started doing a couple of years ago at Dirty Harry's is an event that we call Rough Week Friday, mm-hmm. and we go down to the local park in our in our neighborhood in Boston, and we um, host hot, hot dog and beer, <laughs> and it's on us, and we just roll it out on Friday nights, and we do it from you know May until October. We kind of do it sporadically, mm-hmm. and it is huge. It has become huge. We get a great following any from anywhere from forty to sixty five dogs. Whenever wow. we host Rough Week Friday, uh-huh. so one of the the initiatives that we're going to be doing with Harry's Picks is that we're going to be selecting radio hosts and bloggers and journalists, and we're going to be sending them a Rough Week in a Box. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be sending them kind of an opportunity for them to bring their own Rough Week into their own town and into their own park. That's fun. That sounds really fun. It's super super fun. People just they they dig it, you know. So mm-hmm. no pun intended. 
No pun intended. <laughs> exactly. So uh, what's the website going to be? I know it's not up yet. I will announce when you when you do actually launch it, which is still a few weeks away, roughly. Yeah, we're definitely going to be sending you a beta test if you're open to it, Julie. Okay, great. Yeah, it's, um, it's going to be Harry's Picks. Uh-huh. Harry's, H-A-R-R-Y-S hyphen Picks. Okay. P-I-C-K-S yep. dot com. Okay. And uh, so we'll keep you posted, um, listeners posted on that. When that is launched, I'll let you guys know. You can check it out. I'm launching this site in Seattle, and I will be meeting Michelle um, in during your visit here uh, this Yay. this weekend. I'll come to Yay. your hotel in the morning. We'll have some coffee. Another thing that's not to miss if you like coffee is uh, obviously in this area. Um, we've got some good coffee out here. Yeah. Am I going to get to meet Chewy or Leah? Well, Chewy actually... Uh, passed away. He's been gone for a few years. He was my I'm first so dog. Sorry, it's all right. Uh, did a few shows on that and played him love songs for several oh. months. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Leia, I still have, and then I have uh, two cattle dogs also, and a lab. So, so you pr- you can grab someone from your herd to meet me, right? I could probably bring <laughs> probably bring Leia, the little dachshund. Perfect. Yeah, she'll be her. interested in your hot dog and beer party too. So. Absolutely. You know, the, yeah. the dogs definitely tend to be big fans of the hot dog aspect. We have <laughs> yeah. some that, that fear no, they fear no coal. They fear no grill. Yeah. yeah. They put their nose right on it. <laughs> yep. Well, I love it. I'm excited to meet you this weekend. Too, and thanks so much for your time today. And uh, we'll be keeping listeners posted on the launch of, of Harry's Picks. Awesome. And thank you for making my first radio interview so enjoyable. Oh, you're welcome. My pleasure. Go Pats. Yeah, looking forward to seeing you Saturday. (laughs) All right, sounds good. Thank you. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with more of The Dog Show with Julie Forbes on Alternative Talk 1150. Natural Pet Pantry is Seattle's original source for wholesome dog and cat meals, offering eight different proteins to accommodate your pet's dietary needs. Made locally using all U.S. sourced ingredients, their freshly ground stews, raw or cooked, can be purchased from their Burien shop, most independent pet supply stores, or delivered right to your home. Natural Pet Pantry will even work with your vet to custom blend a prescription diet for your pet's unique needs. Go to naturalpetpantry.com for more information. Natural Pet Pantry. It just makes sense. This is Martha Norwalk. Every Sunday morning, beginning at 9 a.m., thanks in part to Dr. Penny Lloyd at Connection the Best Medicine, we cover the world of animals. This week, June 2nd, it's a special Vet Sunday. Joining us in the studio, Dr. Dennis Wackerbarth from the Feline Hyperthyroid Treatment Center at Cats Exclusive in Linwood. We'll get to know Dr. Dennis, learn all about this very common feline disease, hear the latest about the possible cause, and have open phone lines for your questions. Martha Norwalk's Animal World, Sunday morning, 9 a.m. to noon, right here on Alternative Talk, AM 1150. Every generation needs a voice, and on Mondays at 2 p.m. here on Alternative Talk 1150, Lewis Howard's show. Head of the House is the voice for the 20s, 30s, and 40s. Head of the House brings education, insight, and information that brings health and healing to the challenges of managing your home, relationships, and your career. Tune in once and you will be hooked. That's Head of the House every Monday at 2 p.m. here on Alternative Talk 1150. 
your dog didn't hate going to the vet? Wish you were welcomed by a team who cared? Jet City Animal Clinic is an enjoyable respite from the same old thing. Dr. Anderson and her team have created a full-service facility that combines veterinary expertise with a comfortable style. Jet City Animal Clinic is located in Seattle's Capitol Hill neighborhood on 12th Avenue across from Seattle U. Bring your crazy questions, odd ideas, and alternative thinking. Jet City Animal Clinic will work with you to keep your furry family members healthy and happy. Traditionally educated with an open mind, call us at 206-329-0253 or email info at jetcityanimalclinic.com to make an appointment. Jet City Animal Clinic, a unique approach to the health care of your urban pet, a local family practice, jetcityanimalclinic.com. Camley Electric Incorporated is a full-service electrical contractor. From simple home repairs to full remodels, new construction, and small commercial projects, our qualified electricians do it all. We pride ourselves on our workmanship and professional standards, delivered with value in mind. Located in historic Ballard, Kemley Electric serves the greater Seattle metropolitan area. Licensed, bonded, and insured. Kemley Electric welcomes all inquiries about your electrical needs. Visit the website kemleyelectric.com. That's K-E-M-L-Y electric.com. For the people, by the people. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome back to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes. You're, you're listening to Alternative Talk, AM 1150. And we're back. We were talking in the first segment with Michelle Fournier, who's the founder of Harry's Picks, a coming soon website that they're actually launching in Seattle. That will be, uh, she said, like a combination between Instagram and Yelp. Uh, all for dogs. So really looking forward to that. going to be meeting Michelle this uh, weekend as she's visiting Seattle for the first time. That'll be fun. Now we have somebody local with us. We have Cameron, who is with the Regional Animal Services of King County. Cameron, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Julie. And I got an email from you um, telling me about a challenge that you have been selected um, for out of 50 shelters around the nation. Uh, Tell us a bit about what's going on with that. Sure. Uh, Regional Animal Services of King County has been chosen by the ASPCA to compete in the 2013 100K Challenge, and we're one of uh, 50 shelters uh, across the nation and the only one in Washington State that has been chosen to take part in this year's challenge. Great. So what is the... So 100K is is the, the grand prize of this. The winner receives $100,000 to support your efforts. Absolutely, yes. Uh, What we're challenged to do is to uh, save more animals' lives through increasing pet adoptions and reuniting uh, stray pets with their owners. Mm. And the challenge runs from June 1st through August 31st, so that's why we're calling this the Summer of Love. And um, at the end of the challenge, which is August 31st, uh, the ASPCA will award about $600,000 in grants to the participating animal organizations, mm-hmm. um, including a grand prize of $100,000 to the organization that uh, saves the most animals' lives. 
And uh, if we're lucky enough to win that grand prize, what we uh, want to do with that is to um, uh, start up an animal behavior program at the King County Pet Adoption Center uh, that will help uh, train both pets uh, and prospective adopters, uh, you know, better ways to interact, uh, especially with their dogs that maybe have some behavior problems mm. uh, and makes them a little less adoptable. And we hope that um, if, like I said, if we do win the, the big prize, uh, to be able to uh, do that and get more pets into more homes. Yeah, and it's a couple things that are music to my ears. First, that you mention as part of your efforts, um, in addition to adoptions and successful adoptions, but also a reunion um, of pets who have gone missing, who have gotten out. And that's an important part of this system that um, is getting more and more attention. And I'm so glad that it is because it is a huge part of uh, you know, keeping those pets out of the shelter system in the first place to, re- to find their missing homes who are looking for them. Right, absolutely. And that's also why we encourage people, obviously, to get their pet licensed um, and, if they can, microchipped, because those are the best ways, the best insurance that you can buy to, uh, you know, if your pet does get lost, uh, does escape out of the house or the fence or whatever, um, that's how we track them down. And um, we have a great program where uh, if your pet is licensed and we're able to look that up, um, in fact, we will uh, give them a free ride home and they won't even uh, go to the pet adoption center. We'll just take them right home. Uh, So that's why it's so important to have your pet licensed. Yeah, licensing um, for that reason for sure and also to support the services that, uh, you know, that you offer and the animal control officers of the area because it is such an important service to the community. Um, So so how are they measuring is it in number of adoptions or is it like, how are they measuring that as Um, far as who wins? uh, Both actually, as I said, it's just, Saving animals' lives is the is the focus of the 100K challenge, and uh, the animal organizations will be uh, uh, evaluated not only on the number of homeless pets that they get into new homes, but again, getting stray pets back to uh, mm-hmm. their owners. So it's kind of a two-pronged uh, approach that they're taking, and um, as you pointed out, that is. Um, an important part of what we do at Regional Animal Services is yeah. not only get homeless pets uh, into new homes, but also getting stray pets and reuniting them with their owners because, um, you know, the statistics are, are not great. You know, yeah. um, fewer than, I think, 25% of dogs, uh, stray dogs are ever reunited with their owners. And it's even worse for cats. It's yeah. like less than 5% mm. are ever returned to their owners. So um, that's why this is an important part of the challenge is not only getting pets adopted, but getting stray pets back to their owners. Yeah. And we, um, I've recently talked with the owner of Pet Hub. And they're a um, local business that offers support in uh, reuniting lost pets as well. And then a few, several years ago now, um, I actually was at the Kent Animal Shelter um, helping Missing Pet Partnership around the 4th of July. Because, reun- of course, that's like the worst time of year for pets right. getting lost. Right. Um, from getting scared by fireworks and and the work that they did those days surrounding directly surrounding July Fourth and helping people, you know, facilitating that process of helping people you know find their pets if they did get away. So, mm-hmm. really really cool work. 
Um, now, you guys have something special going on this weekend. Absolutely. So um, as part of the 100K Challenge, we are doing special events uh pretty much every weekend uh, this summer. That's why we're calling it the Summer of Love. And to get it started right, this weekend uh, we will be waiving the adoption fee for the first 100 people to visit us this weekend. So uh, if you come in to find a pet, uh, we will waive the adoption fee on that. And if you're one of those first 100 people that we get this weekend and you don't find the one that's quite right for you this weekend, actually we'll be handing out uh, rain checks to those people so mm. that they can come back anytime during the challenge up through August 31st, and we will still waive the adoption fee. But that's only for the first 100 customers. So, uh, you know, get there early and uh, get in line if you have to. Yeah. Um, you know, if we... Uh, we're, we're planning to do it both Saturday and Sunday at the Pet Adoption Center in Kent. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if we serve more than 100 people Saturday, then you'll be out of luck on Sunday. So we hope we see a lot of people down uh, at the Pet Adoption Center yeah. this weekend to take uh, to take advantage and help us get the uh, 100K challenge started right. Yeah, and it's great that you're giving people rain checks, too, so that they're not, like, making hasty decisions on who they adopt. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And that was, a, you know, um, you know, we want to make sure that we get the right pet into the right home, and mm-hmm. that's one way that we can do that. Yeah. Well, that's wonderful. Um, is there, uh, how do people find you online? I'll post links also on our website, which is dogradioshow.com. Um, uh, so you guys are on Facebook, King County Pets? That's correct. We're on Facebook at King County Pets. We're on Twitter at KC Pets. Or you can go to our website, and that is uh, kingcounty.gov slash pets. Okay. And uh, you can also see the uh, pets that we have available for adoption there as well. Oh, wonderful. So get a, a preview Absolutely. before Saturday. Yeah, good. Um, and... So I'll post links to all of these on our homepage, like I said, and on our Facebook page as well. We are also on Facebook, so we should find each other there. Um, and I hope that you guys... So how is there anything that the community can do to support you aside from if somebody is, you know, in the market for a dog, you know, adding to their family to, to go to the shelter in Kent and check it out? Sure. Um, obviously, adoptions and, and getting stray pets back to their owners is the best way to support us. But there's also a community engagement portion of the 100K Challenge, mm-hmm. and uh, we're encouraging people to uh, like us on Facebook mm-hmm. and follow us on Twitter because that counts for okay. that uh, community engagement. And then uh, later on this summer, there's actually going to be a big kind of marathon push to uh, really get the community involved and uh, vote for us online. So be looking for that uh, as we get closer to that. But really, um, you know, throughout the summer, uh, starting this Saturday, June 1st, and throughout the summer till August 31st, mm-hmm. um, you know, come out uh, to our many events, come out to the Pet Adoption Center, uh, check for us online, on Facebook, on Twitter, and, uh, you know, we know that there are a lot of animal lovers in our region. And uh, we think that, um, you know, we can compete very well with uh, those other 49 shelters. So we're hoping uh, that uh, the community will really turn out and support us either through either through adoption, uh, getting stray pets back to their owners, or, um, you know, engaging with us on social media online. Yeah, that's great. 
Um, well, like I said, I'll be posting all these links. Uh, keep me posted on your progress. Now, there's 50 total. So does that mean that it's one entity per state that's participating in this challenge? It it just depends on the state. I think uh-huh. California actually has a couple yeah. uh, of uh, competitors, and then there are uh, some states that don't have any. So we, okay. um, you know, like I said, we feel very fortunate and very lucky to have been chosen. Uh, you know, that's uh, that right there is a tough competition, knowing that there are thousands of animal organizations across the country um, that uh, that could take part in this, and being chosen as one of the 50 um, is just a great honor for us to begin with. You know, they always yeah. say it's it's just an honor to be chosen, and right. that's the way we're looking at it, too. Yeah. But, um, you know, we would also like to compete for that, uh, you know, that $600,000 in uh, grant money for, um, the, you know, for all sorts of uh, ways that uh, we're helping to save animals' lives. Yeah, well, that's great. Best of luck to you, and keep Thank me you. posted on that, and uh, we'll look forward to, to seeing the victory. All right. That sounds great. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Cameron. Take care. Thank you. You too. All right. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, um, I've got a bunch of dog stories from seattledogspot.com. Um, checked in with that website and got a whole bunch of um Really interesting, some very heartwarming, some very uh, intellectually stimulating stories. Eric, you'll be pleased to know that there's one actually about whale poop. <laughs> Eric's favorite topic. Oh, I know. I've got a Google alert that tells me whenever. Anything Go- poop related? Whale poop is in the news, Jeez. Yeah. Uh, so we've got that to look forward to in our next segment. You're listening to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes on Alternative Talk 1150. your dog didn't hate going to the vet? Wish you were welcomed by a team who cared? Jet City Animal Clinic is an enjoyable respite from the same old thing. Dr. Anderson and her team have created a full-service facility that combines veterinary expertise with a comfortable style. Jet City Animal Clinic is located in Seattle's Capitol Hill neighborhood on 12th Avenue across from Seattle U. Bring your crazy questions, odd ideas, and alternative thinking. Jet City Animal Clinic will work with you to keep your furry family members healthy and happy. Traditionally educated with an open mind, call us at 206-329-0253 or email info at jetcityanimalclinic.com to make an appointment. Jet City Animal Clinic, a unique approach to the health care of your urban pet, a local family practice, jetcityanimalclinic.com. Do you have an injury, old or new, that won't heal? Are you fighting a colder illness you can't kick? Do you feel like you've tried everything and are still struggling to find wellness and balance in your physical health? Have you been unimpressed with acupuncture in the past? For over a decade, Robert Meduzia has been making a difference for people who thought they had exhausted their options. Don't settle for pain and illness. Call 425-828-6190. That's 425-828-6190. Again, 425-828-6190. 
the Acupuncture and Sports Clinic of Kirkland. Heal faster, play longer. There's an exciting new astrology hour, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. with Deborah Silverman. Deborah's unique blend of psychology and astrology turns planetary language into plain English. Join us for an interactive hour that's guaranteed to give you personal insights in a fun and entertaining way. Tune in to Deborah Silverman Live. Whatever your life question, marriage, job, family, relocation, or just curiosity, call for a live reading Tuesdays at 5 p.m. And visit Deborah's website at DebraSilvermanAstrology.com. Want a faster metabolism? Desperate for more energy throughout the day? Food is our most powerful medicine. And on Passionate Nutrition Radio, I'll answer your burning nutrition questions and offer real solutions for your family. On Passionate Nutrition Radio, you'll learn how to transform how you look and feel with the foods that you eat. My name is Jennifer Adler, and I'm a nutritionist, chef, and founder of Passionate Nutrition, a nutrition practice with six locations throughout the greater Puget Sound area. Join me on Passionate Nutrition Radio for a weekly serving of nutrition wisdom. Learn more at PassionateNutrition.com. That's Passionate Nutrition every Friday at noon. This is Julie Forbes, dog training, behavior, and nutrition specialist and owner of Sensitive Dog, thoughtful guidance for you and your dog. If your dog needs basic obedience training, a behavior evaluation, or food consultation, I can help you. Call me at 206-372-7399 or visit my website, www.sensitivedog.com. I teach group obedience classes, in-home lessons, and evaluations, and a two-week intensive training program called Higher Education. Again, I'm Julie Forbes, Seattle's dog behavior training and nutrition specialist www.sensitivedog.com Going against the grain has never been so much fun. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome back to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes. Uh, some announcements before I get into these dog stories from seattledogspot.com. Uh, the Furry 5K is coming up, Seattle Animal Shelter's annual uh, big fundraising event, uh, the 14th annual Furry 5K Fun Run and Walk. Uh, this year, June 9th, Saturday, June 9th, at Seward Park in Seattle, Furry 5K, the number five, and then the letter K.com is the website. Check that out to get yourself registered for that event. It's a really fun event in South Seattle. Uh, and be sure to stop by the AHELP Projects booth, which is a forming nonprofit organization, an organization that's been around in the area and is in the process of forming as a nonprofit uh, animal hospice, end of life, and palliative care project, which is an organization that I will be on the board of directors for. And I'm very proud to be a part of that work, uh, very important work um, in the end of life conversation with pets of all types. They will have a booth there. I'm going to swing by uh, them and be sure to say hi to them. Also, we'll be swinging by my friends at Access uh, Animal Critical Care Emergency Services. And they are actually in uh, mentioned in one of the articles that I'll be commenting on. Uh, Thursday, May 30th, tomorrow at Landmark uh, Landmark Varsity Theater, which I think is in the University District in Seattle, there's a film examining breed-specific legislation that will be playing that night. Um, it's called Guilty Until Proven Innocent. So if you're interested in that topic um, and seeing that film, check that out as well. And of course, the Sparks Conference is coming up. Uh, my guest next week is one of the presenters 
uh, Mark Beckoff, who's the author of The Emotional Lives of Animals. Uh, can't wait to talk to him about this topic. And uh, last week was talking with Dr. Michael Fox, who is all, another one of the several brilliant presenters who will be at this conference. Uh, once in a lifetime opportunity, this is. It's the last weekend in June. Uh, 28th, 29th, and 30th, and it's just incredible. You're not going to believe who's going to be here. People are coming from all over the world, and this is hosted in our very own Redmond, Washington. So check it out. CanineScience.info is the website, and you can listen to my interview with Dr. Fox that was last week, archived on DogRadioShow.com. Also a free podcast on iTunes, as are all of our over 220 episodes so have some stories that um, I was on seattledogspot.com and found a whole bunch of different stories and articles that um, were just very much of interest. I talked about this, uh, this uh, breed-specific legislation film that's playing this Thursday um, in the U District. Check that out. Uh, there was this really lovely story of a Marine who's reunited with Um, his bomb-sniffing partner, um, who he worked with in Iraq. Uh, Actually, I'm sorry, in Afghanistan. And um, he promised her, this is your, like, weekly tearjerker, uh, beautiful story. He promised her that when he left and came back to the States that he would uh, find her. And he did, and there's this whole thing where he thought that he was going to appear in, in some court to sort of plead his his case as to why he should um, get this dog. And um, they actually surprised him and had the dog already there for him. And there's a video clip um, about this as well. It's a really, really sweet story and um, just such a a powerful partnership, especially in that environment, uh, for someone to be working with a dog in that capacity. Um, Just really, really powerful connection. So, so cool to see those two Reunited, and it made me think of my interview that I did a while ago with um, uh, the, about that story, Nubs, Major Brian Dennis, that incredible story. It's I remember a, Nubs, yeah. It's a children's book, um, and he uh, met a stray dog that he just had this crazy connection with and ended up getting him back to the States. Um, really, really, really cool book. It's it's called Nubs, N-U-B-S, Major Brian Dennis, and that's also an interview you can find archived. If I remember right, Nubs traveled like 100 miles or so on foot to reunite with the guy in Iraq. I, I don't want to give away all 80, the 80, I but, think it was. Yeah, yeah, pretty close to it, Followed that, yeah. essentially the scent of their Hummer. Right. Because he couldn't keep up, obviously, but Which he just kept going. Yeah. yeah, and they've reunited. They have. Such a nice story. Um, So this story, I found this one was crazy, um, about the Barking Lounge, which is a dog daycare that I have worked with for years. Love them. Um, They're down in uh, South Lake Union neighborhood. There's a story. (laughs) There's a story about. uh, (laughs) Tell us more. Yeah. (laughs) About um, this worker um, uh, caught a saw this guy steal somebody's dog out of her truck when she was unloading her truck. And um, the dog's name is Pumpkin. And Pumpkin was stolen out of her truck while it was parked in an alley as she was unloading equipment. And after seeing that Pumpkin was missing, 
She ran next door to the barking lounge and asked if she could look at its surveillance tape to see if it captured mm. who took the dog. Mm-hmm. It did. And uh, found footage of the man walking away with Pumpkin. And then a few hours later, one of um, the Barking Lounge employees actually saw the guy from the videotape walking with Pumpkin and uh, called his owner or her owner. And uh, she followed her. And then the owner, like, found the guy, pulled over onto the curb and got out. And she said after giving... Um, him, her crazy eyes, she grabbed Pumpkin's leash and jumped in her car and drove away with the dog and that the uh, police are still looking for the man who took Pumpkin. Who um, does that? Why would you dog nap Pumpkin? That's crazy. It is crazy. I mean, it's, it's, this is hard. I'm so glad that this ended well, but when I think about that dog being taken by the guy and the dog's experience, it it makes me queasy. Um, and I can totally relate to the crazy eyes because I'd be probably given more than crazy eyes if I confronted someone who had my dog and had just mm-hmm. stolen my dog. Yeah. Whew. Talk about a, a mother's rage. It would be crazy. I get mad just thinking about it. Be more than it. crazy eyes. Be more than crazy <laughs> eyes. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> I don't know what else, but yeah, I mean. Let's hope it never comes to that. Yes, Let's absolutely. Never find out. No. And it, you know what? It's it brings up a good point, and I feel like maybe I'm overly paranoid about this. But after seeing the story, I'm not. I don't like to see dogs tied out in front of like stores because mm-hmm. it's just leaving them to be taken. It, it's a tough thing though because you want to you know take your dog on a walk. You want to get exercise. You want to you know do more than one thing at once. But a lot of stores won't allow. Uh, just regular dogs to come in with them. Sure. Therapy dogs, sure. So service dogs, not therapy dogs. Or service dogs, yep. yes. Yep. Um so uh, that's a that's a tough balance, I guess. It is. It is tough, but you know, this kind of thing can happen and I'm not about to find out that I was wrong. So mm-hmm. that's my choice. Just a reminder for people. I mean, this dog was stolen out of her car. Yeah, that's crazy. Weird. Um and it speaks to Punkin cuz I know <laughs> some of my dogs, especially the cattle dogs would be like I'm not going with you, buddy. No way. You know, and she was like, uh, okay, I guess I'm going with you. Pumpkin sounds pretty trusting. Yeah, she's a sweet dog. And she is home. So that was uh, just a crazy story. And then I saw Reunited. that the... I know. <laughs> and that the barking lounge just totally, like, saved the day. They were all over it. They had, like, surveillance footage from the area mm-hmm. and then the employee seeing the dog. It was, like, awesome story. Um, so kudos to them. Um, nice job. So um, and now all of these links to these stories, if you want to read the full articles and if you want to see some videos attached to these as well, a lot of them have videos from the news stories. You can just go to dogradioshow.com and uh, all of the links are right there on our homepage and it'll link you to Seattle Dog Spot and to the stories through them. And those will have the videos for you as well. Now, Conservation Canines is an organization, local organization, that I, for a couple of years now, have been, they've been on my list to, to get on the show and talk to them because it's so interesting what they do. And, um, I mean, not, not only is it dog-related, but it's also science-related, so it's a, a double whammy for me. Um, and Eric's, and it's Eric's favorite topic, which is poop. So, of course, you, <laughs> you know, are being triple whammy. Uh, facetious, of I'm course. Facetious? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
Because uh, so, it makes me a little queasy when you I know. do the uh, fecal story. All but, right. Well, uh, here we're not talking about dog poop in this story, which is usually the case right. when we're talking poop on the dog show. This is Conservation Canines, and it's a um, part of the Department of Ecology in the University of Washington. Go go, dogs. Um, and they have poop-sniffing dogs, so they call it scat. Wait, aren't all dogs poop-sniffing dogs? <laughs> good point. That's why they're so good at it. Right. <clears throat> um, so they have these scent detection dogs that are professionally trained to actually detect the scat is what they call it. Perhaps that's a more pal- palatable term for you. Um, I'm not sure palatable wild- is the right word. But, <laughs> wildlife yeah. scat. Um, and of all different types of wildlife. And this one, I think the dog's name was Tucker, um, actually is searching for poop from orcas. Hmm. So the dog is out on the boat, and I can detect the scent of um, the orca poop from like a mile away. And it gives researchers... Even though it's in the water. Yeah. Presumably. Well, yeah. I mean, there's dogs that can uh, detect, like cadaver dogs, that will locate um, missing people who are underwater because of the oils that surface. Mm. I mean, dog sense of smell is crazy. Right. Makes me think of my interviews with Miriam Rose about uh, her nose work classes and talking about scent. And I've done um, other interviews, too, about um, scent detection. Um, Always very interesting. Love that. It's crazy. Um, anyway, so there's this really cute story about Tucker and, and it talks all about all of the stuff that the science, all the information that the scientists are able to get from analyzing the poop of the wild animals, information about their DNA, their gender, the population, eating habits, of course, pregnancy data, stress levels, and then environmental toxins like oil products, flame retardants, pesticides, industrial pollution, um, and I, I also did an, an interview on that topic in particular when I interviewed um, Janet Gear, who is the spokesperson for the Puget Sound Starts Here campaign um, about the impact of dog poop on uh, the Puget Sound in our area waters. And uh, you remember, I'm sure, the the uh, spoof of the song Dog uh, No Diggity, Dog Doogity that they had produced. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Sorry, Eric. See if we can go out with that classic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it, such a cool organization. Love them. Story specifically on the orca search, the search for orca scat. Uh, but they do it with other animals as well. So I've got to get them on the show and talk with them. They're wonderful. And then this one, last but not least, um, was a story featuring um, Access, Animal Critical Care and Emergency Services. They have two locations one up in Lake City Way in Seattle and one down in Renton as well. Um, lots of wonderful specialists there as well as the emergency services that they do offer. If you do unfort- if you are in the unfortunate event of an emergency with your pet, I highly recommend Access as the place to go. Um, so this one was about, now I had mentioned this before, um, since marijuana is legal now in Washington State, um, I think I had found an article that was talking about the impact of on dogs that marijuana can have. And I guess they're seeing a rise in dogs who are coming in who have ingested um, baked goods. 
containing marijuana. I guess a lot of people who um, use medical marijuana will eat it as opposed to smoke it, mm-hmm. which makes sense. And that you've got to be super careful about this. You have to be careful about your baked goods anyway, especially ones that contain chocolate because that's not good for dogs. Mm-hmm. But like brownies, cookies, you leave that out and a dog is going to be like, oh, I'm going to get into that. And right. then if it's got marijuana in it, which is more potent when it's in when it's cooked in food, um, it can be really harmful to the pet and that they're actually seeing cases of this come in and that if it does happen to 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 take your dog to the vet immediately and that they can intervene and help the dog through it. But uh, to just be really careful with that around the house and that it's, you know, happening more now. I think that they've, they saw like a few dozen cases in in the span of two years. And then already this year they've seen 20. So just be careful about that. Some kind of heads up about that one. Um, Interesting stories. SeattleDogSpot.com is where I got these wonderful stories. Um, Great show today talking to our our guests as well. If you missed any part of this episode or any of our past over 220 episodes, DogRadioShow.com is the website and also on iTunes as a free podcast. You can download us there as well. Just go to the podcast page on our website and you can um, scroll through all the show topics and pick out the ones, if not all of them, that speak to you. And uh, you can listen to them in a bunch of different ways. We're also on Blog Talk Radio, um, live on Blog Talk Radio right now, too, which is exciting. So you can find us there and listen to us live online that way as well. And as always, streaming live on 1150kknw.com. We are on Facebook, too, so if you're on Facebook, be sure to come become a fan of The Dog Show with Julie Forbes and uh, be a part of the conversation in between our live shows every Wednesday from 2 to 3 p.m. Again, check out caninescience.info, um, the Sparks first annual Sparks Conference. It is a, a gathering of some of the most prominent and brilliant minds in the conversation of dog behavior, especially their experience of emotion. Uh, they're going to be talking about uh, the evolution of dogs and also some uh, cognitive development and learning theory, as well as social behavior. Incredible conference, caninescience.info. Next week, I will be interviewing Mark Beckhoff, who's the author of The Emotional Lives of Animals. So be sure to tune in next Wednesday, 2 to 3 p.m. live. Thanks for listening to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes on Alternative Talk 1150. The girl and the dog, they were fine. Until they left for duty, it has a crime. East side to the west side. Pushing I five, take a ferry ride. I hope she got treats in the stash. Bacon gives a gas fast when it comes to the snacks.